Uh, let's talk some NFL. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and I want to tell you about the Jackson Food and Wine Festival, March 2nd. March 2nd, the Jackson Food and Wine Festival uh, down at the Mississippi Museum of Art with uh, culinary rock stars from around the country, including Cat Cora from uh, Cat Cora's Kitchen in Los Angeles, uh, Budalo from Marquis Caviar in New York, and Ashley Shanti, uh, Good Hot Fish, Asheville, North Carolina, among uh, local chefs, too. Jackson Food and Wine Festival, March 2nd. They've got the general admission and the VIP. Go ahead and secure your culinary pass at jacksonfoodandwine.com. That's J-X-N, jacksonfoodandwine.com. March 2nd at the Mississippi Museum of Art. We want to welcome in NFL insider uh, Mike Florio, NBC Sports, Pro Football Talk. And he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So, Mike Florio, you grew up a uh, Minnesota Vikings fan. Yes, unfortunately, but I will say this. Whenever my son gives me a hard time for infecting him with the same virus, I tell him that I never would have ended up in this business if I had been a fan of the Steelers in the 70s because I would have enjoyed multiple Super Bowl titles and I wouldn't have followed football the way that I did through the 80s and 90s as I was waiting for the Vikings to finally get back to the Super Bowl and lose a fifth one, which they still haven't done. And that's what ultimately got me into this business. So that's the only silver lining in the dark cloud I've parked over my entire family by making my son the same kind of tormented football fan that I've been pretty much all my life. (laughs) I think it worked out. Mike Florio sold uh, profootballtalk.com to NBC Sports. And uh, he's... Correction, correction. Great misconception. I own 100% of the equity of ProFootballTalk.com and its parent company, Football Talk LLC. I license my content to NBC. I still own the entire operation and have since day one. Okay. Just want to be clear. Even better. But either way, the uh, how about this? The career has worked out for sure. Um, All right. As when I was growing, I'm 50 years. I turned 50 in November, and uh, growing up. One of my favorite players was Ahmad Rashad. So I know he was one of yours, too, at some point. Bobby Moore. I remember when he was Bobby Moore. That's how old I am. Wow. Okay. Played for the Bills. Bobby Moore. Ended up Ahmad Rashad with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I actually felt sorry. You know, the whole Bud Grant thing. It was kind of, he was Marv Levy. Before we had so much focus in media, obviously it's even more so fast forward 20, 30 years, but he was kind of Marv Levy before Marv Levy. You agree? Well, well, he's Kyle Shanahan before Kyle Shanahan too, potentially. That's true. Somebody asked me that last week, what's Shanahan's current legacy? He's in danger of becoming Bud Grant in this day and age. And the problem is the next time the 49ers get to a Super Bowl, there's going to be even more pressure and focus on whether or not Shanahan can win the big one especially if they end up going against the Chiefs again. So, yeah, Bud Grant, the original guy who had to be. You, look, you can't have greatness on a sustained basis without somebody who consistently ends up coming in second. You can't. And it happened in basketball with Michael Jordan. It's happening now with Patrick Mahomes. It happened with Tom Brady. And it happened back in the 70s with 
all the great teams we saw, and it was the Dolphins, and it was the Steelers, and it was the Raiders, each of those three teams on their way to greatness getting past Bud Grant. So, yeah, and the, I guess the difference is Bud Grant had a variety of packs, variety pack, excuse me, of teams that vanquished him. For Shanahan so far, it's been this inability to get past the Chiefs. Who's the greatest Viking ever? Is it Fran Tarkenton or someone else? Probably Fran Tarkenton, although my original favorite football player, when I really got into it in 1973, I discovered it December 23 of 1972 when the Immaculate Reception happened. But because I grew up near Pittsburgh and everybody in town was a Steelers fan and I had to be different, I wanted to find my own team, and I locked on to the Vikings. And in 73, Chuck Foreman was a rookie, and that was my original like guy I wanted to be because I knew I couldn't throw it, but I could put my head down and run it, although I didn't run it very well either. <laughs> but I wanted to be Chuck Foreman, and Chuck Foreman was the first one that I really locked on to. But, yeah, Fran Tarkenton, the only franchise quarterback the Vikings have ever had, even though they traded him and brought him back. And I think, you know, they still are trying to find that guy that will be the 10- to 15-year answer at the position. Right. Okay. Uh, so are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Kirk Cousins? Well, I feel like Kirk Cousins has gotten to a point where in his collaboration with Kevin O'Connell, it makes sense to find a way to keep him around. The Vikings are being coy about it because they don't want to overpay. And they may find out the hard way that by waiting to see what others will offer Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins will get offered something that when the Vikings try to scramble to match it, Cousins might just say, you had your chance, I'm moving on. That's the risk they're taking. And I think they're smart enough to understand that. You know, reportedly they're not willing to give him another fully guaranteed contract. He had a three-year fully guaranteed deal when he started with the Vikings in 2018. He's had a couple of extensions since then that would give him multiple years of fully guaranteed money. They're not willing to do it now. Are the Falcons willing to do it? Are the commanders willing to do it? Is another team willing to do it? And how much of that collusion that we saw last year, even though everyone denies it because that's what they do, but, you know, when Lamar Jackson was available, nobody made a big move to go get him. We're still two years removed from Jimmy Haslam getting the cold shoulder from all of his, his oligarch buddies at the league meetings for giving the five-year fully guaranteed contract to Sean Watson. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not there's a team out there that will break the bank for Kirk Cousins that will offer him $45, $50 million a year. 35 coming off of a torn Achilles tendon, the Vikings may be thinking, we'll just sit back and wait for what other teams won't do, and then we'll keep him for a year or two. At some point, though, I think they want to get themselves in position to get somebody who will be that 10- to 15-year player. The only guy they've had since Fran Tarkin who had a chance was Dante Culpepper. He tore all of his knee ligaments in October of 2005 after he'd had a spectacular 2004 season. That's it. That's the closest they've come. And I think once they finally move on from Cousins or Cousins moves on from them, priority number one should be getting somebody who they can start young and keep as deep into his career as possible. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.